You're listening to the Social Spectrum Podcast with Gina Galliotto. Here we prove that success on social media and in entrepreneurship is not one size fits all and discuss thriving online through the lens of different personality types, lifestyles, and neurodiversity. Success lives on a spectrum, so your impossible search for the one right way to grow your online business ends here. On the Social Spectrum Podcast, we'll unfold your right way instead. Let's dive in. Outsourcing has completely saved my sanity. And even though I don't have a team in the sense that I'm paying anyone's yearly salary yet, I do have a team of freelancers and contract workers who help support me and my business every week. I do not know what I would do without them. So today I want to share the behind the scenes of my business and unmask those hidden heroes behind it, as well as give you some insight into some things that you might be able to outsource for your creator business. I currently have three team members, and the way that I decided which tasks to outsource was really simple for me. I just thought about which tasks I have the most friction towards. So the first thing I thought about is what is my zone of genius, because that is definitely what I'm going to continue doing on my own. The next thing I thought about is what actually needs my face or my voice or things like that, because obviously those are things I have to do on my own. And then the only things that were left were things that I could outsource. And from that list, I was like, okay, which ones of these tasks am I the least likely to do consistently? Which one am I the most likely to put off, right? Because those are the things that someone else could do way better than me. Those are the things that someone else, that's their zone of genius, right? So that's how I decided what I really needed to offload. That being said, the very, very, very first thing that I outsourced was accounting, all things accounting and taxes. My accounting service is kind of like a little team in itself. They help me properly track my income and expenses. They help me properly handle my quarterly taxes and my yearly taxes. And those are all things that either would have taken me a really long time to learn how to do correctly, like taxes, or things that I just really did not want to do, like bookkeeping. The accounting service I use is called Collective, and I actually found them through a social media ad, so a UGC ad. And after I got off my free call with them to actually book them for their services, I reached out to their social media team and pitched them for UGC. And now I've been working with them as a UGC creator for like a year, which is just like a crazy kind of full circle thing. Like always shoot your shot, bestie. So yeah, you very well may see my UGC ad for them. They have been very convenient and very life-saving for me. So if you are getting to the point in your business where taxes and bookkeeping and all of those things are getting just a lot to handle, I'll go ahead and leave the link for you to book a free call with them in the show description. The second person on my team is Brandy, and she is my podcast editor. She is so patient with me and just overall... The moment I decided that I was going to have a podcast, I knew that I was going to have to consider the expense of outsourcing the audio editing. And that is just from experience from creating my online courses and my digital products and editing all of the audio and video footage and all of that from the course material. I just knew that it wasn't something that I would realistically be able to keep up with on my own. So what I do is I record my episodes in a certain software. When I'm done recording, I send Brandy the raw audio mistakes and pauses and all, and she will go in and just make sure the audio sounds as smooth as possible, remove any background noise, and then also mix it with the intro and the outro for the show. 
Whenever Brandy is done with the final version of the audio, she sends it to my assistant, Angie, which is the third member of my team. Angie will then take the audio and she uploads it and schedules it to go out on all the podcast players that I'm on super early in the morning. She schedules them for super early in the morning, I mean. (laughs) She adds the show description and she adds the show notes on my website as well. And she also turns podcast episodes into carousels and graphic posts that I can then use on the Instagram page for my podcast. Angie also makes sure that all of the content I create gets as much exposure and reach as possible by repurposing all of my content onto other platforms. So we use repurpose.io to help us do this. It's a software. So Angie will go on there and make sure that just all the captions and links and all of those things are formatted properly for each platform. And then they get repurposed so that I just have to post on TikTok, but then they're also getting posted to Pinterest and YouTube. And then I also post manually to my Instagram. What I'm really, really, really excited about is that this year I'm going to have Angie start taking over the Social Spectrum Podcast Instagram a little bit because I've been very, very inconsistent in posting over there. And it's because I just have decision paralysis. So instead, I'm going to have her actually start scheduling out the backup of content that we have and that she has created. And that is just going to be such a load off of my mind. So as of now, most of Angie's responsibilities do have to do with my podcast, but I am hoping that as I grow, she will also grow along with me in the tasks that she takes on. But I think mostly, like I said at the beginning of the episode, it has to do with what your zone of genius is and what it isn't, because there are some things that even though I certainly could hand off to Angie, I just never will because I feel like I either need to do them or because I want to do them, right? So like filming B-roll, for example, for my reels, like I want to show my face in them. I want to be in them. I want to set the tone for them. And then same with like writing my captions for reels. I love writing. It's something I want to do and it's something I feel like I'm good at. So those are things that I'm going to keep for myself. And that's why I feel like she does just, she kind of naturally fell into handling more of the podcast stuff. But there's just so many reasons that you could outsource. There's just, those are the key things that you want to kind of think about and make sure that you're not kind of giving away tasks that you actually are really good at or you do very quickly or something like that. And then keeping the tasks that you hate, you know, for no good reason. You know, don't just hire someone out of opportunity, really go out there and find the perfect fit for you at the time. That's my advice. If you are looking for a podcast editor or a virtual assistant, I'm also going to link Brandy and Angie's information in the show description as well. Now let's talk about some past team members that I've had, as well as some contractors that I've hired for one-time projects. So I actually launched my podcast with a podcast manager. Her name is Jill. I will also leave her information in the show description. And the difference between a show manager and a podcast editor is that Jill was not only editing the audio, but she was also scheduling the audio, you know, uploading the show notes, uploading the show description. She was overall managing the entirety of the podcast pretty much besides the actual recording, which is what I was doing. Jill is absolutely amazing to work with, just like Brandy. The only thing is just that I felt like I kind of graduated a little bit 
from show management. I always knew, like I said, going into the podcast that I was going to outsource a lot of stuff, especially at the beginning, because I just really wanted to be supported. And I knew I would have a lot of friction towards these tasks. But that being said, I did always hope to kind of wean myself off of the show management and have more of the show editor role like I do with Brandy now. I also at one time had hired someone to do carousel creation for me for a few months. It's actually the creator behind at organized.finance. They are an anonymous account, but what happened there is that I just loved the design on their account so much that I reached out to them through DMs and I was like, would you happen to want to take on a freelancing job and create for my Instagram? And even though they did a great job for me during the time we worked together, they did have a full-time finance job at the time and they just decided to take this on on the side. But it just turns out that the time allotment just wasn't there. Honestly, on both ends, like I wasn't being as consistent as I should have been sending them content ideas. And then they were like, Oh my god, stuff picked up at work. And so at the end of our three month contract, we both just mutually decided, you know what, it's been amazing. But I don't think either of us have time for this right now. (laughs) Now, like I said, I've also hired for some one time projects. One of my favorite projects that I outsourced was creating a digital planner. So this was a custom social media friendly or content creator friendly, I should say, digital planner. It's something that I used to sell. It's something that honestly, I still love. It's just that I don't use like my iPad and stylus anymore. Now I use Sunsama to plan. So I stopped selling the digital planner whenever I stopped using it myself to plan, you know, like I had it created because at the time I had fallen in love with digital planning and it was really helping me stay organized and on track. And what I mean by digital planning, guys, is like, you know, you see those with the Apple Pencil, like those fancy little digital planners where everything is clickable and they add the little stickers and it's kind of like scrapbooking. That's what I mean. Now I've moved over to Sunsama, like I said. So once I made that personal shift, I stopped selling the digital planner. But I love it. I still have like the files and stuff. I don't know. Maybe I'll like give it away for free now as a freebie. Haven't thought of it in a while. Anyway, to outsource the creation of that digital planner, I used Fiverr. So I just found a Fiverr freelancer and I hired them for a gig through the Fiverr platform. Some other one-time hires I wanted to include were guest coaches. So I have three guest coaches inside my UGC A to Z course. I have Lexi, who covers filming, high-quality, and aesthetic content. I have Arbel, who covers getting inbound UGC gigs through Fiverr. And I also have Kaylee, who covers getting travel deals, hotel deals, Airbnb deals, and UGC like that. So I hired all three of them to create and deliver a training for inside of my course. And I found all of them through social media. We were all longtime mutuals. And just immediately whenever I knew I wanted guest coaches for those subjects, those were the coaches or those were the people that I thought of. And the last thing I want to talk about are personal tasks that I've outsourced. The personal task that saves my business because of the amount of time it saves me and the amount of stress and energy it saves me is Instacart. So getting my groceries delivered. Oh my gosh. I just get so overwhelmed at the grocery store. Like I absolutely hate everything about it. 
It's a sensory nightmare for me and I just get really overwhelmed. So ordering my groceries is a complete lifesaver and I can even auto schedule deliveries to come like once per week for the stuff that I know I'm going to need every single week. The amount of time, like I said, that that saves me is time that I can then dedicate to either my business or to recouping for my business. The next personal thing I've outsourced is HelloFresh. I'm sure you know, but just in case you don't, HelloFresh is a mail delivery service. So they will send me the ingredients that are already measured out along with a recipe. And I get three per week, so three dinners per week. And it's so easy for me to just follow along. I don't have to think about what we need for dinner. I don't have to think about like ordering that many groceries beyond just the basics and lunch. And so again, it's something that just the amount of like mental stress that it takes off of me is so worth it. And I do think it then in turn has an impact on my business. And then last but not least, I did at one point have a cleaning service. So I was outsourcing housekeeping. They came twice per month, I think it was. But for me, it just became like, I don't know, I needed to find a balance of finding someone who fit our schedule a little bit better, I think, because it started ending up where they could only come in the middle of the day. So then Austin and I would close ourselves in our office and we'd be like, oh, you can just skip the offices for today. You know, we'll work in there and you guys clean out here. And then like months went by and neither of our, we realized neither of our offices were getting cleaned because we always had to stay in there. And yeah, I just like, I ended up canceling it to try to find something that worked better for our schedule and I never re-upped it. So once I kind of do another deep cleaning of our house, I'll probably try to find someone and re-up that. But again, just taking off any kind of mental load that you can, even if it's not directly related to your business, can make all the difference on your, you know, your mental, your mood, your energy, and therefore just how you run things. So yeah, if you are ever comparing yourself to someone else's online business, And you're thinking, how in the hell are they doing it all? They probably aren't. (laughs) As you can see, I have help. A lot of people don't know. Like every time I mention my assistant or my podcast editor on stories, people are like, oh my gosh, I had no idea. Can you tell me more about them? Blah, blah, blah. And so, you know, it just goes to show that people make assumptions that you're just doing it all alone whenever really they could have help in several ways, could be outsourcing things, and you can too. So don't compare your journey to anyone else's and remember that you don't have to do everything on your own. Right now, it costs me just over $1,000 per month to have my accounting team, my podcast editor, and my assistant all helping me out. To me, it's well worth it because I truly believe that the amount of actual hours and mental energy that I get back from having them will make me more money than $1,000 per month in the long run. Because since they are handling the tasks that I don't want to do, I can focus on my money-making tasks, the things that I am needed for, the things that really move the needle in my business and make me revenue. So I think that's where a lot of people kind of go wrong when it comes to thinking of hiring or outsourcing. They think of it only as an expense. And yes, it's an expense, but you also want to think, okay, now how much can I make with these extra hours and this extra energy? How much ROI can I get? And that's how you decide when it's worth outsourcing or not. I hope this was enlightening for you. My DMs are always open if you have questions and I will catch you here next week. 
If you liked this episode, it would make my day to hear about it. Please don't hesitate to share your thoughts on Instagram and tag me at Gina Galliotto or shoot me a DM letting me know so I can continue sharing episodes you love. And if you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe to the Social Spectrum podcast and leave a five-star review so we can stay in each other's worlds. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. Until next time, friend.